G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, for many Year 12 students and their families, they're eagerly anticipating the results of final exams. And if you've been out of school and study for a long time, you might forget just how anxious you are when your future dreams depend on how well you performed. When your teenagers are feeling uneasy about waiting, there may be some things that you can do as a family that can help manage this anticipation. David Hastie is Associate Dean of Education at Alpha Crucis College. David's joining us. Hello, David. Welcome along to 2020. Great to be here, Neil. Thanks. David, there's a big build-up heightening the importance of getting good results in your final exams. Uh, it is a challenging time for teenagers. Oh, absolutely, Neil, and it's been an especially challenging year. Um, it was bad enough uh, when we uh, went through our HSCs, but with the COVID pandemic and all of the interruptions that have been going on, this year in particular is going to be uh, a nerve-wracking year for students. And um, next week when the when the results come out, uh, or, you know, thereabouts, uh, I think there'll be a lot of students to be worried, a lot of uh, parents to be worried, and uh, so, what do what do people do with those worries? Um, I would say uh, I would suggest that uh, everyone take a deep breath and relax. Um, those of you who are under God, you know, make sure that um, you you recall His strong promises of peace and of freedom, and understanding that um, the HSC and the ATAR, in fact, is just one step on the pathway. It's not the goal; it's just a means to an end. So, uh, but I mean, there are other very practical options that I can suggest, Neil, to students um, if, if they're particularly nervous. So when you're dealing with issues around anxiety, David, uh, when your yeah. dreams of a particular course of study could be dashed when you don't make the grade, is that the source of where this anxiety is coming from? You've got your heart set on a particular course of study in the coming year? Yeah, look, it's an interesting thing, the ATAR. And a lot of people around this country are starting to question whether it's the best way to go. Because what happens is students start to just aim for the mark. And they put all of this importance on the mark. And in fact, education really needs to be about learning. And um, coming out with a great ATAR doesn't necessarily translate into being a very good university student. It doesn't certainly doesn't necessarily translate into, into being uh, a very good professional. And in fact, a lot of uh, companies are now starting to ask questions about whether the university is the only uh, track that they should be taking people through. And a lot of universities are starting to ask questions about whether the ATAR is the only track where they should be taking uh, uh, students in. And so it's an interesting time in Australian education because a lot of people are starting to question whether the great anxiety around these high endpoint barrier assessments is in fact worth it and in fact uh, is reflective of a student's capacity. Look, I remember when I went to university and uh, my HSC was quite disrupted, I was quite ill, I didn't get into law, uh, I went to uh, University of Sydney, did my master's degree and was surrounded. 
surrounded by people who got these fantastic marks. And after about four or five weeks, they, a number of people just started dropping off the radar. People had achieved very good HSCs, but they couldn't cope with university. They hadn't been able to think independently. They hadn't been able to think creatively. And so that's the first thing I'd say to students and parents who are anxious. If you don't get the mark, just remember that the mark is not the be-all and end-all. In fact, it sometimes can be something of a distraction. The second thing I'd say is there are so many different ways and pathways into the career that you want to, want, want to uh, pursue. So one of the things we did in response to the COVID pandemic was a HSC early entry program where we would actually give students access into our degrees based on the year 11 results. And that still stands. Uh, if you're uh, wanting to explore that option, then just go to our website, ac.edu.au, and there's information there about HSC early entry. A number of students around this country have been given early offers by Apocrisis based on the year 11 results, and uh, there's a process you can follow. We'll That's come back to that in just a few moments because uh, yeah. it sounds like a great initiative from Alpha Crucis to take year 11 results and it uh, takes all that pressure off. But come back yeah. to this anxiety for a few moments because right through our school life, things are often very structured. Uh, you know you're going into the next year and going up a new level, but finishing school has uncertainties. Is it these uncertainties also that are fueling the anxiety? Oh, absolutely. I mean, every sort of uh, changing point is, uh, is, is a place where we have to sort of reassemble ourselves. And this is a major one. It's a major milestone. That's why we have these important rituals around graduation. And, um, and that's, that's been quite disturbed this year as well because they haven't been able to have graduation ceremonies and parents haven't been able to go to um, presentation evenings and all those sorts of things. So, yes, these are major milestones. And I would say to students, expect to feel unsettled. If you're not feeling unsettled, then you're probably being a bit complacent. But that's life, actually. Uh, you do have to go through these major milestones that are unsettling. But if you find that, in fact, um, you're just constantly anxious and worried and it's, it's not coming from a place that's particularly useful and it's not leading to a place that's useful, well, then certainly you should be talking to someone about it. And there's actually a lot of mental health um, services currently around, particularly because of the, uh, the COVID pandemic, and uh, I would uh, direct people to just go online and to check out um, mental health services uh, uh, in, if that's something that's, you know, if you just can't shake it off. Uh, but I would say that anxiety around uh, results is a fairly natural part of life. <laughs> and uh, and uh, if, you, if you're sweating, then, well, yeah, I think the students should, should be expecting to sweat at this moment because it is a, it's been a big culmination for people. Well, a lot of parents will say, no one knows my teenager better than I do. Does it make a difference uh, whether your teenager is typically optimistic and you know takes these things on the run or whether they're typically pessimistic about their own abilities and are likely to take things hard? Look, it's going to be different um, for every student and every family situation. Um, obviously, if, if a student has a good, strong support structure uh, network, that's going to be really helpful for them as well. So I would say lean on uh, what the parents and the families can bring, but also make sure that uh, students are in contact with their wider friendship group. Sometimes when you leave school, you just drop off the edge and you lose contact with that uh, larger social group. And I would say make sure that you stay in contact with that social group and if you're involved in a church or sports clubs, um, be very present at this time. You don't want to be taking these marks all by your lonesome, you know. Um, and in a lot of ways, it's, it's, 
parents and families shouldn't be the only ones to help you uh, help a student go through this. It takes a village to raise a child. Certainly, certainly takes a village to cope with the HSC results. And if you're getting great results, uh, wonderful to be there to celebrate. But if the results are not so good, wanting to be there to pick up the pieces uh, just in case you're really, really needed. If you're looking for a particular strategy, I mean, you say stay connected. But the idea of talking about it, uh, that's an important thing. Don't just leave it simmering below the surface. Absolutely. um Talk about it uh, in in the larger, broader friendship groups where everyone can sort of offload about their results and their marks and so forth. Make sure you're doing the basic things like having good sleep, eating well, exercising. All those things help, uh, you know, processing (laughs) big milestones. Um, Keep away from uh, all-night sort of um, activities and partying too hard and all those kinds of things. Um, A good, moderate, balanced, sort of life at this time, particularly now after Christmas with all of the disruptive food that we're about to eat, um, will be good. But keeping in mind, um, in the longer view, that in fact there are different options. For example, in New South Wales, the the New South Wales government requires people going into teaching degrees to get three band fives, which is, um, you know, you're 75% and above. Um, and if, uh, if they don't get three band fives, they can't get into teaching. It doesn't matter how good their mark is. Sometimes we get students who miss out just by one mark and they're despairing because they want to be a teacher and they're going to be a great teacher. What we do is we put them through a program called the Diploma of Arts just to see whether they can lift their standard to the standard that's required. And so that's a pathway for them. And you'll find actually in a number of universities across a number of courses have what we call alternative entry. And that is they have a way into the degree, that's not necessarily straight through the front door with the ATAR. It may be that you do some additional work, maybe that you do an alternate course or what we call an alternate pathway in tertiary. So there's more than one way to skin a cat, as my grandmother used to say. Uh, And once you've had your talk with your friends and maybe a bit of a commiseration if you didn't get the marks, um, then I would say pick up the phone to the universities, uh, to UAC, which is the universities and colleges admissions, or pick up the phone directly to the college that you're trying to get access to. Certainly, if you're wanting to come and study at Alpha Crucis, which is, the, I guess, the premium uh, and the largest um, college, Christian-affiliated college in the country, then pick up, the, pick up the phone and talk to student services. They're great people. And they will walk you through and talk you through a number of options uh, that, that are there in front. Uh, that's not just Alpha Crucis. Uh, I would I would commend that for for most universities, colleges. They've got great student service teams. And if you're kind of floundering around saying, "Well, I don't know what to do," well, then do something. And what you can do is pick up the phone and ask somebody who knows, and they'll be able to give you some advice. Interesting too to talk about studying school teaching at a Christian institution at Alpha Crucis, because studying school teaching and bringing in those dimensions that Christian worldview experience is also going yeah. to equip you in the way that you might serve God outside of school hours. Oh, absolutely. Um, we uh, there's, a, there's a lot of Christian schools in this country. Uh, in fact, uh, 1.3 million enrolments in this country are are enrolled in Christian-affiliated schools. Um, and so we have a great demand for Christian teachers, but there's really no supply. There's no specific training initiative to train Christian teachers to go into Christian schools at a large scale. 
So we actually uh, have set up these things called the hubs or the teaching schools where the schools themselves get into a cluster and they select 10 students a year to go into teacher training and they actually subsidise half their tertiary fees and employ them one day a week as a teacher's aide. And they put them on the job from week one, day one of their training. So they're actually in the classroom um, uh, every week for four years of training, which is very different to a typical degree, where teaching degree, where you don't get to do a prac until second year. And so um, the wonderful thing about that is not only they're getting Christian worldview in their courses, but they're actually getting Christian mentoring under the teachers in those Christian schools. Uh, fabulous creativity that's coming from the Christian higher education providers. And uh, David Hasty is Associate Dean of Education at Alpha Crucis College. Now, there are campuses for Alpha Crucis in every capital city around Australia, and there's also some options to study online for people who don't live in the capital cities. And uh, as you say, David, uh, time to pick up the phone, simply ask the question. Is that, the, is that what you're encouraging students to do? Well, look, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd absolutely encourage students to pick up the phone and talk to our student services. All of the details are on the website at ac.edu.au. But, you know, if your pathway is into a different institution, again, pick up the phone. We work closely with a lot of institutions. I've got some great colleagues uh, across a range of universities around the country. And, um, and there's a great deal of interest in appealing to domestic students this uh, year because obviously COVID has really um, uh, uh, hammered the uh, international student uh, population. Alpha Crucis, uh, we don't have a lot of international students, so it hasn't affected us at all, but a number of other universities, yes. So they're very keen to get domestic enrolment, and I think you'll find that they'll bend over backwards to give you all the advice that you need. So, I mean, there are some of the things that... um, uh, that you can do. Uh, sitting there and being anxious is certainly not one of the things you should do. Uh, I, I say get out, talk, um, eat well, sleep well, connect well, but also be proactive. Pick up the phone, uh, do the research. And if you're calling up an institution and they don't give you a good, fresh response, well, put the phone down, pick up and talk to another one because, frankly... If they don't give you the right impression uh, from the get-go, then you probably want to study somewhere else. Well, that's a challenge, isn't it? Uh, Pick up the phone, and if you don't get the right response, you can always call another institution. But let me give you the website for Alpha Crucis College, a Christian higher education provider. It's ac.edu.au. That's ac.edu.au and campuses in every capital city around Australia. David Hasty, Associate Dean of Education at Alpha Crucis. David, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Uh, it's been great. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 